Good morning. We're honored to have Dr. Moish Yeager at the Community Morning Call at the Young Israel of Long Beach give us a special Parsha Chabur and Parsha Shmos, the topic of which is the purpose of Golos Mitzrayim, punishment or opportunity. Dr. Yeager. Thank you very much. It's always a privilege and uh, thank everyone for your participation. So I have a handout. It's really only three sources, um, but the latter two are quite substantive. And the core is emanates from the Orachayim. So let's, took, uh, let's take a quick look at the Psukim. As you know, Pasha Shmois, this is where Klal uh, Yisrael starts getting depressed, and uh, the, the Pasha begins with uh, all the Shvatim dying, uh, and then uh, Yaakov already dies in Pasha's Vaychi after being 17 years in Mitzrayim, and um, uh, at that point the Shibud gets stronger and stronger. In some total we are in Mitzrayim 210 years, the heavy Shibud, according to most Mepharshim, was the last 86 years. That was the heavy. Um, and following up with what Robert Brenner started to say in the morning, uh, that as we kind of penetrated the land and started to go beyond our ghetto of Goshen, uh, and I was sharing um, before we started, uh, the Nitziv points that out, that Yosef's strategy actually was to keep us distinct. And Eretz Goshen, um, I think we had this a few weeks ago now, uh, um, Eretz Goshen was actually inherited from Sarah. Paro had given Goshen to Sarah when he kidnapped her. It's, uh, it's a very, uh, it's an esoteric period of Lezer. Um, and uh, therefore Yosef knew that that land was destined for us and we would have survived and sustained ourselves there for as long as need be. Um, so in any case, at this point now, the Xavier start coming, and we're enslaved, and, and, uh, and so forth. So the Pusik starts... Um, Just to, to yes. Go, I thought it was Long Beach that Sarah inherited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. yeah. Well, we ventured we, we out, but, you know, we take the Gashmi and transform it into Ruchni, and there's a Makam Torah, and um, that's how we survive. Um, okay, I'm going to go down and save them. This is Baruch speaking, from the hand of the Egyptian, to take the Jews out of Mitzrayim and bring them where? A good land, broad, a land of, that um, spews forth milk and honey. And where else is this place? These are the nations uh, of Canaan that inhabited the land. So you see a couple of ideas in this Pasuk. So let's just start with the Bein Bechai um, to explain the Pasuk. So he's on, this is on the Mekoraz Gudalus. Why is it so important to suddenly here give the Shvachim of Eretz Yisrael, the source? The main thing is to get us out of there, right? Um, the main thing is that we should, our joy would be just to extricate ourselves from the shackles of, of Mitzrayim. Uh, what, what is the, why is the Kajboch who right up front here lording the, the Shvach, the praise of Eretz I'll tell you just get us out of there anywhere. Right, we were in, we were in a collective prison. Aval Einyan who kol ha'shvach abalalu al shem ha'toyer nemru. Rabbi Nachman says that these are really metaphorical compliments, not just on the physical land of Eretz Yisrael. It's got a dual meaning. It's also a shvach on the Torah. It's an Eretz Toyv Rechava, Eretz Toyv Veshel Rechava. Toyv is his kilekach Toyv. The word Toyv, good, 
is a is a remez for the Torah. Torah is Torah. Okay. Rechava um, wide is also said. Rechava mitzvah secha ma'odi. Your mitzvahs are broad. Uksiv rechava minayam. Mitzvahs are broader than the oceans. Eretz zavas chalav advash. What does that mean? In the land of milk and honey. Shneim advash v'chalav. If you remember by Shavuos, actually, it's one of the reasons um, we eat the sweets and so forth. The Torah is Dvaj V'chalav. The Torah is also likened uh, a nursing child. It's perpetual. You, 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 you suck, suckling sucks, and basically it's also a metaphor for spiritual nourishment. Anyway, so just this little pshat that's off the page. Kach is then his his Then we go to the specific land. He's giving another point. There's the the real Torah in Yisrael. There's a phrase called Avir Yisrael Machim. The ear, simply the ear of Yisrael. We send our kids to Yisrael. There's something about it. Of course, there are risks today with distractions, but we're not going to go into that. So he's saying that Eretz Yisrael is the, ultimately the Makkum Sugal. So it's not just enough to get out of Mitzrayim. We want to get to the place that's the Makkum Torah. In fact, what was the whole purpose of getting out of Mitzrayim? That we should get the Torah 49 days later. Uh, in the Knano, why is he mentioning the Knano again? Because they are not the reciprocals, the vehicles, the, vehicles, the channel to be able to, uh, to be the recipients of the Torah. Uh, and therefore, it is our charge to go there. This earlier in Beratius, um, the gold of the land, Kitoy, what does that mean? That's the phrase I was uh, uh, leading up to. There's no Torah like the Torah of Yisrael. So look at this, creating in. Uh, just a beautiful Ahavas Yisrael in terms of its spiritual um, potential. That he didn't say the land of Eretz He's Madak in every word. Think about it. Yaakov was already there before the Shvatim. The 70 people, we lived in Mitzrayim, but it was really side by side as a little enclave within their dominion. Here, Mekoim, we're going to take their place. We're going to now rule. So basically, that's what he's saying. Okay, let's get into the heavy stuff. Arachayim is going to address an amazing question. Uh, that's the next one. The Arachayim is also the Mekoim. The Arachayim lived, uh, I think, from 17 to 1750. He's buried on Harazesim. If you ever go to Yisrael, um, that's where there's the cave of Shimon and There's actually a little shul there. I've died there a few times. And then the Archaim is buried in that, that cemetery. Anyway, for Eretz Latziloi, Tam Omer Eretz. He's asking an amazing question. What do you mean, Kadosh Baruch is going down? He's going down. Why is he going down? He says, "Lefi Eretz Dulos Kel Elyon Einoi Mechvoi Delases Kol Anasa Sheyavoyu Dvar of Adam Novel Kaparoi." Kadosh Baruch shouldn't be speaking to Paro directly, but Loimer Elav Dvar Mishmai Umagam Kashiyagiel Amadregus Meyun. Mayor meaning when power refuses, basically, in other words, why is HaKadosh Baruch so to speak, subjecting himself to then engage in a dialogue with power? He says he can't do it directly. Power is a total... But he uh, did. The, he done it with Bilam. Uh, yeah, that's a good Bo, question. Yeah. went down to Saddam. Yeah. Oh, so he, he's going to, you see, he's going to explain the Va'erid going down in a very novel way. Um, 
Right, you do see periodic. In fact, Bilam is considered the greatest Navi. You say the Goyim have a Navi, it's even greater. Right, it, it's true. Um, all right, he doesn't address Bilam here. Anyway, so he says, Para ultimately dies a Kaddish with Seil Mad Mashadosh Rabbis. Rabbis meaning is, is a phrase for all the Medrash Rabbis. That means Rabbis. Rabbis means a lot. Medrash Rabbis, the great Medrash. The Psychos Echa, the beginning of Medrash Rabbis Echa, and the Pasuk, it says, Ish Chacham Nishpar, a wise man is judge, as Ish Evil is judged with the fool. Shafat Loy Amrel Nishba, they're judged uh, anyway. Um, so he says like this Amar, he says, it's okay. Sometimes the wise and the fools are judged together. That's why he's bringing that passage. So again, so to speak, the loftiest sometimes will forgive his own honor and stoop down for a purpose. You'll see, he's going to go over this. You're going to see something really novel. is accepting the fact that his honor will be diminished. Kavayachal is an expression Obviously, there's no physical diminution the way we see it, but at the spiritual level. The tzad sometimes has to sort of forfeit his own honor in order to achieve the mission. Now, the kabbanas hatzalazu, what's the purpose of this hatzalam? Is sheyatzilu ma'achshav ma'inu It's two things. One is to save us from the physical bondage, right? The work, the oppression. So that's what he's saying. So we now says yes, he's strategically, so to speak, demu- uh, allowing a diminution of his covet to have to deal with Mitzrayim. And what's the purpose? One is to save us from the hands of Mitzrayim, namely the physical oppression, right? The, the, the servitude. Then the second objective is it is a second objective. So this answers also the Rabbi Nuchai's questions because there's a dual agenda here. One is to free us, give us back the freedom, and the other, there's a purpose of the destination, right? He had to leave where he was, but he also has a destination, okay? Um, and, and also he says, um, when he's going to bring us to Yisrael, what is this alluding to? This period of the Makis was about a one year. And there's two positions, by the way. Some say that most of the warnings lasted a week. You'd come back every day and warn him. The Marcus lasted three weeks. Some say he actually spent three weeks in warning him, and the actual Marcus was a week. The one exception was Choshech lasted only three days. Um, and there was an extra day of Choshech that they got by Yamsuf. And of course, the Marcus Bechor was a, that was the finale. And then we go out and passes by. Okay, see, this is 12 months. So this is, all this is going to be the last year, right? When the time comes, we have to get out of there amazing. Now, why bothering this whole year? More pain, more plagues. Let's go. He wants to take us out. He could well take us out any time, right? So why is he not waiting? Wow. There was a decree, it was a fixed time, and that was this Managdullah. Now says the Rechaim, now I understand the whole other question. Why he drew out these 12 months? The Chazal, that abbreviation stands for Shmois Rabba Perektes, Mehem Amusam Chazal said, that's what I just said. I just said that by heart. He could have just done uh, every week another shot or every few days, right? If there was a purpose in having all ten plagues. 
In fact, interestingly enough, in our Pasha Shemais, he really warns them about Marcus Bechoris, if you look carefully at the Pesukim later. Pyro does get a warning of the finale, but then there's a building block of the ten. Anyway, so that's what these three Pasha's going to be about. So he should have given one day warning, or Sha'achas, that's it. Why, why play around a week, three weeks? There's not even halacha for when a guy is punished, he doesn't really need extensive warning. Because Sha'achas, okay, could have done one, one Hasra. Listen, you guys are due for these ten plagues. Um, this is what's coming. Just get us out of Ella, the Tzach Shadain Logiazman. Punish the Mitzrim and buy this year. And you see, he's leading up to a crescendo here. Now, and therefore he didn't do them right away until the, until the time came. When the time came, there were no deterrence. Um, what would be if his work took us out a little earlier? You know, we say in the Haggadah, and he's going to address this, we couldn't stay there an extra second. Why? Because we stooped into Memta Sharit Tumah. So Claudius Yisrael regressed spiritually. The Shevet Levi was an exception, but basically, had we stayed there the last second, we couldn't do it. Look what he's going to ask. Lama Hashem Etziyem Bezibula Basraisa. It's funny, he was weaving in Aramaic here. The last second. The last opportune time, had we stayed a little longer, what would happen? Point of no return. This is said we went down 49 levels. Exactly. 49 levels of Tumah. And had we stayed a little longer, we would have dipped into the 50th and it would have been impossible. No, no return. Right. So therefore, look at his question now. I'm really building up to this. I just wanted to share his background. So the question is now ingenious. Why did God cut it so tight? Why wait down to the last second where if we stoop any lower, he can't even extricate us. That's going to be his question. Had we stayed longer, how you know cut them, we would have been entrapped. And so forth. Take us out a year or two earlier. You know, we're only... No, God took us 190 years earlier. Case. Right. So okay. Years. So he took. He did hundred right, right. But he could have done it that we don't. We we, we don't dip into forty nine tumor. We could have done the one ninety. But why is it that he allowed us to stoop so low spiritually and then have to rush us out? That's what he's going to address. We could have then had the the you know. Let's say, let's say by, you know, just been in 48 Shari Tumah. But that's the whole concept of There's just a minute separates between Friday, between Friday and Shabbos. It's only... Uh, 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 so I say, you're on to something, but let's see. It's, it's, it's a little more. Now, Hine, look what he's going to now. He's going to give you a novel idea on what Pshad Golis and what Pshad Gula. Iker Golis who levar hanetzaitis, he's evoking a Kabbalistic concept. Shenitmu benun Shari Tumah. There are holy sparks. This goes back to the beginning. In Rabbulfs in the next source, we may not have a chance to do everything inside. Basically, he's evoking the concept that the, the generation that comes from Mitzrayim were reincarnations of earlier souls. They were Averis. And even, even the biggest rush, no matter what you do, Averis, there's positive. I, a simple example that I use remember the band Schlockrock? I don't know if they're still around. Still around. They took <laughs> secular songs. Right. And they used it for Kiruv and Atash. So, you know, I mean, Adam, Eve, Abel, Cain. So there's a holy sparks in music, even in secular music, Greek music. 
and we're sublimating it to borrow a psychological phrase. I'm a doctor of psychology, by the way. Okay. So, in a sense, we're sublimating. I think it fits with this idea. I'm sorry if I can't explain it at a more mundane level, but that's what it is. There are, there are holy sparks amidst all walks of life, in the pool room, in the sleaze. The chazun is even a drop of whiskey. Ah, that's right. it. So, our purpose of Gullus is to extract those <laughs> holy sparks. So the Kabbalists write about this. So again, the key word, levara, meaning like boira, to, to discern. You use the word discern in the morning. That were captured amidst 50 levels of tumah. The Orchayim talks about it elsewhere. Now you can answer both questions. Had we gone out too early, we would not be able to extract and to purify that holy spark that was captured in the 50 Shari Tumah. So I'll explain it in another way. There's Memta Shari Bina, he's going to get to that as well, and there's Memta Shari Tumah. It's like a double helix. So you look at it this way. Zela Umazeh Bar Elokim. So you have, had we, if once we stoop to Memta Shari Tumah, we have a capacity to now also master, reach Memta Shari Bina. Had we gotten out too soon, we would not have had an opportunity to go out and extract the Kedusha of the 49 Sharatuma. Okay? So it's all Zeluma Zeh. So if so, he's going to ask another question. What about the 50th? We're missing the opportunity to extract the Kedusha that's in the 50th. So let's do this piece inside. This is the punchline. So he says like this. So how you, if we went too early, how you mafsidim berachelaku v'teidem she'am Hashem, the nation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, hisigu b'nesinas klalusam ha'kol b'mayshe. Moshe kind of was in one person with our collective. Shem Nisiaches B'Shem Amud. I'm not explaining that. B'Shem Amoy Hasagus Mem Tesharabina. Moshe masters for for forty nine gates of wisdom. How do we know this? It was a Gemara. The Gemara says by Yechasreyu Maat Melukim. He's missing a drop of godliness. Namely, Moshe married uh, mastered forty nine levels of of of, of bina of wisdom. And they say when he was nifter, by by the time of his death, he, he mastered the fiftieth. Where is Moshe buried? Har Navo. Navo stands for Nun Boy, that he had the fiftieth Sharabin in, in him. Their uh, uh, Rabbi Akiva in his lifetime taps into the fiftieth as well. In fact, there's a beautiful medrash. Uh, actually, I think it's a Gemara Menachos. I forget exactly where. Nun Vav, some of, around there. When Moshe Rabbeinu was shown all the generations, He's, he got to the generation of Rabbi Kiva and he saw Rabbi Kiva. He saw Rabbi Kiva was darshaning halachas on the tagim, the crown, and the sefer Torah. So he said, You have Rabbi Kiva, why do you need me to give the Torah? So Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva says, You are the agent for this. Moshe Benu didn't understand what Rabbi Kiva was darshaning. That's how in awe he was. The Gemara says, until there are certain halachas that even Rabbi Kiva didn't figure out. And what's the reason? Halacha la Moshe Messinai. That's a beautiful. The Gemara says, Neskara Daitoi. And of course, Moshe then questions Rabbi Kiva's fate, where they, they, um, torture, they, they torture his flesh and combs of steel, etc. The Machlok is how he died, isn't there? I think that seems to Gemara. The Gemara is in Brachas, Samach is around the end of Brachas. So they took him out. He was laying in Krishma, and he says, my, my entire life, I'm longing to give my entire being for Gesh And the Gemara says, as he said, Echad. Uh, so anyway, that's the deal. So let's get back to this. So Moshe masters 49, and therefore Klal Yisrael can only master 49. 
we, we're not better than Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe is really our microcosm. And we are, uh, the, the, his nation is parallel. Okay, but Tamshul is Ikshar Chemishim, the Tzad She'ena Musik Ela Beshtadus Hamasib, Utzad Yisrael in the Chesubinu Sharatuma. It works both ways. We didn't tap into the 50th Sharatuma, we can't reach the 50th Sharabina. Okay, Levar Oisai, Lohisigu, Bechinus Akadish connected. Therefore, because we didn't slip into the 50th, now, we just finished saying it was too dangerous to slip into the 50th. Huftachu, look at this, Urchai, what a Chidish. Once we get the Torah, we could tip that into the 50th. So if you see the greatest perversions, the greatest Tumah, the greatest, we're tapping into the 50th Shara Tumah. Why? Because we now have the Torah and there's hope of getting out. There's this Ravana Yisrael, he goes into the prisons, he goes into the pool rooms, Grossman. Grossman, yeah. I, I saw it. So, amazing. He he is so secure. And he said, "Any now we don't. That's not our first target for the cure of people to go into the pool. There's a risk that they can get smitten and they can take him down, right? So we got it. But Rabbi Grossman does it. So look at this. Once once we have the Torah, we can go into the fiftieth Sharetuma. Who beimtzos hagoli beprat golos achron onu masiknazel. Now it's very beautiful. Tam shenis taknu Yisrael mitzrayim beversharnun." We're only getting the Torah seven weeks later. So you see the answer here? So we have, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will cut it as tight as possible so we can tap into Memta Shari which will make us eligible for Memta Shari Bina. How many days between uh, Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim and getting the Torah? 49 days. 49 days. Be- 49 days. One is for, and you say, you say the sphere is each Chesed. One is, each one is to develop. 149, exactly. Chesed, Chesed, Chesed. Yeah, these are mystical ideas, but at some level, uh, there's a Rabbi um, Tibor, used to be the Rabbi in Miami, in the Tower 41, Stern, Rabbi Tibor Stern, yeah, Tibor. Shalom, he wrote an entire sefer with 49 chapters of all these fo- permutations. What's Chesed, Chesed, what's Gvur, Chesed, what's the first, you know, these are abstract notions. So it says the Rechaim, beautiful. Now, had a who taken us out, even a drop, we would have lost the privilege, we would have lost the privilege of purifying the, the, the Kedusha that's enmeshed, that's entrapped in the Memta Sharitumah, and we would not be eligible to reach the Memta Sharibina, which we obviously needed in our accelerated crash course for these 49 to get the Torah. And therefore, we couldn't do it. However, eventually, and that's Prad Golamayad, now that's Prad Ba'erid Latziloi. He stooped all the way to the Memta Sharitumah to the last possible second, and then scooped us out. That, isn't it a beautiful? Turn to the next page. I'll just summarize it by heart. The, 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 the next side is a uh, sefer called Imunasitecha. That's from Moshe Wolfson. He's in his mid-90s, now, I think 96. I, I use his works periodically. He was Meshgiach and Torah for about 60 years. He was my Meshgiach in the late 60s. I remember I was, I was in the Meshmedrish. I was, let's say, 17, 17, 18. And he must have been like 40-something. We thought he was old then. You know, <laughs> when you're 17, you think 40 is yeah, old, right? right. Kanai Nahari is 96. He's, he's still affiliated with the yeshiva at some level. He has a shul in Barapar called the Munus uh, Yisrael and um, hundreds of followers. And he must have at least... 2030 Swarmi, I personally own a dozen at least, a series called Emuna Sitecha. So he goes the following. He's just started with desire. I'll, I'll just be selected here in the interest of time. Uh, but it's very compatible with Erechaim. That's why I put it together. He calls desire Kaddish. That's the first abbreviation. They argue Gulam. We discussed this a few times. The concept of reincarnation of souls. Neshamas and entire generations of Neshamas 
come back sometimes even as cohorts, that's the implication here, and therefore they had to purify and mess up for what they did in the previous incarnations. So these 600,000 Jews, the, the Bnei Yaakov, are Gilgulim of those Neshamas. And part of the punishment, I'm part of... Who was Neshamas? and Dora Flaga. Both, right, both. Right, right. Right. Almost like Cain saying came back to Ruvain and the, 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 right. became uh, um, the priest of Midian. Right, oh, very good. Yeah, there's another that um, Cain comes back as Korach and Moshe's Hevel and the, the rivalry continues again. There are a lot of permutations on this. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. Um, Rabbi Trump actually in Lawrence just gave a shear on, on Gilgal this past Sunday. It was a four-part series on the posted in the, in the you know, Israel of Lawrence and I think in the YU Torah Oh, you or why you? Anyway, Shiurim are posted. She said, that's why our punishment was they messed up with bricks, right? The Dara Flaga tried to build a tower. That was part of the punishment. All the subtleties, etc. And also the water. Because Dara Mabel messed up with water. So, I mean, these are global statements here. Now he quotes a Pasuk and Tehillim. And we call your attention to it. I didn't master this parrot. Look at his Pasuk. He quotes a Gemara and Brachas. Let's do the Gemara. How does the parsha start? Elishmois names, and he reiterates the names of the shvatim and the children, right? So he's, the Gemara says, your name captures your essence. There's something to your name, and he says that shot here. So what is? Why is this dashing here? See so um, a name. So why does he bring this here? So he quotes a, pasuk, a Gemara in Brachos, Davzayinam and Beis. That's a, he quotes a pasuk in Tehillim. The pasuk is in Tehillim, Perik Mem. Vav Pasuk Tes, it says, Lechu chazu, go and look, observe, Mephalos Hashem, the wonders of Hashem, Asher Sam Shamus Ba'aretz, who creates desolate and destruction in the land. That's, that's what it is here. Um, uh, what is he here? Pasuk 9, I have the English, so I'll make sure I'm precise. Go and see the works of Hashem, who has wrought devastation in the land. Shamus literally also means desolate. So the Purushim. So what are, this whole chapter is actually talking to the Tsaris and the Yemais Mashiach. It's not obvious because it starts with Lamatech, Livnei Kairach, Alalam Mashiach. But one shot is that um, the wonders of Massive Erasures, but ultimately the up, talks about the upheavals that will accompany the Messianic era and Akashbuch who will protect Klal Yisrael. As, as he does for every destroyed person who turns to him for support. So it's sort of an optimistic note that we will be sheltered from the pains of Mashiach. But look at the Medrash. The Medrash says, Al-Tikra Shamus, don't read that word as just meaning desolate. Make it look as if it had a different vocalization. Ela Shemois. It's the same letters, Shemois. You see, you see why he's invoking it? He's very creative Jewish revolution. So he goes into the whole thing like this. These, we were all Gilgulim. And he says, every generation where you see unusual tsaris, I'm summarizing this, were Gilgulim from previous Neshamas. So he says like this, what's the connection between the, the, the dual meaning of the word shamus, which means desolate devastation, and shamus? You've got to look at the origin of those people. You've got to look at their names. You've got to look at their purpose. Every Individual and every generation has a unique mission and a unique purpose. When you see unique tsars, the Holocaust in our day, there was a purpose. It's these were Gilgulim, and some will have to come back as Gilgulim to bring the ultimate purpose. So look at the, we just want to underline. He says the Kol Neshama, or I bracketed there, the Kol Neshama, and the first column, Yesh Tafkit has a unique. Every soul has a unique mission. 
It's a beautiful idea. So we're living now as individuals, we have a purpose, and collectively, the Kehillah, the community, the larger nation of Israel has a unique purpose. And we are in every nation where we go and go, these are all purposes. Rav Desler writes that um, we were spread in all the nations. Each nation has a national character. This is off the page. Um, he says that's the purpose of Golas according to Rav Desler. Germans are precise. America's a Medina Shal Chesed. There's a risk of perverting Chesed. We've gone too far liberal, right? You, you, Germany, you take rigidity and so forth, you go too far to the rigidity, you get murder, destruction, right? Our job is to extract the good, very similar to Rechaim's idea, the good of each of these national characters and sublimate it and elevate it to avoid Hashem. So that's the purpose. And he says, every name, what tried every name, every name, Shmogar, meaning you can try to, um, the hint in your name is in your soul. What is it? The Torah has 600,000 letters. What's the, Yisrael stands for Yesh, Shishim, Ribu, Oyesh, La Torah. Ribu is 10,000, so 60 times 10,000 is 600,000. Okay? Yesh, Shishim, Ribu, Oyesh, La Torah. The word Yeshurun is another name for Kali Yisrael. Yesh, Shishim, Ribu, Neshamas. There are 600,000 core souls reflected in the heads of the households of these men who, 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 who left Mitzrayim and got the Torah. According to the Rizal, we are all Gilgulim. Since the Churban biased, none of us are original, so we shouldn't, it's nice antidote to arrogance. We're here for a purpose, and the Vilna Gon and Rav Tzadik say, how do you know what your purpose is? So the Vilna Gon, I think we had this once, we talked about Gilgul of the Tanshvatan last summer. He said, how do you know what your purpose is? The thing that you feel is most weak on. The thing that's hardest for you to do. Someone is cheap, doesn't want to to someone is nasty, someone uh, angers quickly, someone is other tivus, uh, etc. That precisely that's hardest for us, that's a sign that that's our mission. This is not me, this is the Vilna Gon. And Rab Tzadik, the Vilna Gon is on Yoyna, by the way, Perig um, Dalet Pasuk Gimel, when uh, Yoyna says, Toib Moisi Mechayai, my death is better than my life. So the Grog goes into a whole drush, um, as to the, it goes on Gilgal Shani, Yona was sent back as an Ashama to, to, to rectify certain things. We're not starting from scratch. Of course, we've got to do all Teriyag Mitzvahs. So basically, that's what he's saying here. All these, this whole generation have been there before. The individuals have been there before. They had a unique purpose of extracting the sparks. I used the Arachim as a, as a prerequisite for a Wolfson. I'm surprised he doesn't quote it directly. Um, and then finally, let's conclude. See the, the, the left-hand column where it says Remez. He quotes the Chidah of Chaim Yeshev David Azaloi, the great Svaric prolific master. He wrote like 47 Tzvar. Eilish Moy stands for V'chayev Adab Lahavir Hasedra Shnayim Mikra V'echad Targum. That this is a, a hint for that you should read um, the Pasha every week, twice. By the way, I do it according to Kabbalah. You do the Pasuk twice and the Targum. Because the Targum is Aramaic. It's a lower level Kedusha. And you use the Lashon Koydish twice you mavatl the targum. Not that, this, not that the targum is negative, it, it elucidates it. Uh, or you can do Tosheni twice, and then the Pasha, you can hear with the Balkor. A lot of customs, but it's a very big thing to be Mavasedra. And then the rest of this whole mimer, I didn't copy it for you, goes into, well, why is that hint here? So he says, no. He says, Shnai Meker Echa Targum. This is the time now you want to connect with the ghoul and the transformation. So we should not be to understand that while Golis Mitzrayim 
Unfortunately, there was a lot of pain and oppression and punishment, but it was also an opportunity, hence my title, to rectify the previous what? Uh, failings of the Dora Mabel and Dora Flaga, both as individual and collective, which that could be Zeicher, to tap into our unique missions and master our purpose. Have a great week and a good job to everyone. Thank you. Thank you.